You just oh, ate man. a shit ton of treats. Not me recording. You told me to hit play. I didn't. I hit record. Your directions were stupid. <laughs> I'm covering up my own failing as a speaker. Real good. Yeah, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, a podcast for some dummies talk movies. I'm Dummy Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm Movie A.A. Ron. Dummy. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we're the Movie Dummies. We're here to talk about what we've been watching this week, what's been going on in the life of some regular idiots. And uh, Matt, you have something to say real quick? Uh, Shannon, what was the worst part of your week? (laughs) So I had a horrible week. Why on earth did I say I was tired on Sunday night to go to bed and not watch Game of Thrones and wait? That was the wrong choice. She waited less than 24 hours, guys. But still, it was too long because everyone at my work was talking about it. It it was so like, because you know what they're talking about. They're like... Yeah, did you see it? And the bodies are like, I don't want to hear. Stop talking. La, 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 la. And there were so many memes. It was ridiculous. But it was still one of those episodes I loved. It, it really yeah. was everything well, we'll talk I wanted about it, to be. For okay. sure. That was the worst part of my week. I'm not making the same mistake. Uh-huh. Monday is usually the worst part of everyone's week. But I, I, I we... blew up on somebody for uh, posting the video of the ending of that episode. And I was like, could you have like maybe put the word spoiler in your header? I'm like, I was legit about to watch this in five minutes. And I do a quick Facebook scroll and you show the last five minutes. I'm like, that's kind of a-hole-ish. I would have I was not happy. driven to their house and stabbed them in the face. I would have, but hmm. I just don't like driving to North Carolina. It was a lot. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. That's a bummer. Yeah. I would have gone, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'm right here. Where are you? So yeah, um, we're in my basement. I think we have to begin this episode by saying, "Hey, Aaron, what do you think of Endgame?" Oh, so I. Uh, uh, the side story of this is, I misplanned going to see Endgame because I wanted to go see it with my, my drinking buddy, Joe McClain. We like to Whoa. drink out in the parking lot. And Get then, out uh, is he related uh, to John? I, oh, anyways. I don't. <laughs> McClain. Oh my god. He's Sorry. never seen Die Hard. What? I've never seen oh, Die Hard, guys. So I don't know who that is. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know. So... I planned it for this Friday, and in preparation for all of this, I deleted all meme apps. I got rid of Facebook. Um, thankfully, I got to learn about how Twitter, Facebook, Yahoo News, uh, I want to say it was an imager, but other, other websites were filtering all things with Endgame in it to keep them off. They basically tried to make like a one-week poll, and when I planned this, I totally forgot, I'm ruining my brain thoughts, I totally forgot that I was going to be down in Ann Arbor by myself for three days. And I'm like, holy crap, I can go see this movie. So I was scrolling Facebook and almost got 
a legit spoiler on Monday night, and that was I it right then and there. Game. And that was my uh, my breaking point. I was like, nope, gotta go see it. I can't handle this. I can't do this. I'm not about to have 12, 13 years of my life ruined because of some turd nugget on social media. So, Aaron, so did I went. you see Captain Marvel first? Yeah, I went and saw Captain Marvel okay. about a week and a half ago. Okay. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I made some you know, <laughs> no, points about it. No, I sure. Because I, I don't like Brie Larson. Yep. But this movie cemented it more that I don't like Brie Larson. <laughs> like, much more. How, to, be that, fair, to be fair, she shot all of her scenes for Endgame first. So she hadn't really gotten in... Uh, Angela, gotten it doesn't matter how good she does. Too. He's just not going to like her. No, I I, I, I was like actually no. I went into this movie hoping that I'd be a little more, I'd be pleasantly surprised um, with what I saw because I actually really loved the storyline for Captain Marvel and I liked the execution of it. As I said, I I viewed it as a female version of Top Gun, and I was really happy that they didn't go anything weird with it. It was a good movie. So this movie, as you guys were seeing on my text messages, I honest to goodness was having like near panic attack going to see this movie. Like I was so jazzed about it. Like my heart was beating. I was uncomfortable, brought a crap ton of food into the movie and I get in there and the movie starts. I read the little, um, uh, Angela, were you the one that said you looked at where to pee? Like in the movie, you could look at like, Uh, Hey, like, no, no, shut up. Oh, like at the scenes of like when you see like when they come back, yeah. like they it gave you a couple headers of where to be. So I did that. So I only peed once. Yes, golden showers. So I yeah, that was definitely not me. By the way, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I thought it was in the pot. I really thought oh, okay, that's fantastic. You I, wear I a thought diaper. I. Hello. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> not what I expected. You're well, totally ruining my brain. It thoughts. depends. Oh, that's a clap for you. I'm going to clap. I hope you can hear that in the microphone. I appreciate it. Keep going. Keep going. So So much of your podcast, I really, I'm actually really happy I wasn't on the podcast because I probably would have been just this voice of stupidity because it was led very well. I was very, very happy with what I heard. And I agreed with a lot of the things. I don't agree that uh, the Robert Downey Jr. hammer crashing at the end was of things to come i really believe it was to pay homage to him because if he came back it would be in like a memory because iron man's gone i also believe that and i hope that scarlet witch is dead i hope that scarlet johansson or whatever what is she she's the scarlet Scarlet witch Witch. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry black widow you know the more i thought about it i i i feel like she's probably gonna come back because you're right, I, he put the soul stone back, a soul for a soul. Why wouldn't he get her back? Gamora didn't come back. Soul for soul came back. Uh, I just, I really, that soul I hope, stone, Aaron. I would, pref- regardless of the argument, I would prefer that people remain dead. I know they in comics that they can come back and stuff, um, but it's neither here nor there. She made a sacrifice. The thing is, is now they've created and now they're establishing a multiverse. So Robert Downey Jr. doesn't have to come back to have Iron Man. They can now recast. Right. They can now recast. Yes. Which, yeah. you know, oh, I'm cool with Iron Man. Okay, okay. I just I didn't want Robert Downey Jr. back. Okay, and, and I Black think, Widow. Hope she's dead as well. I pr- much prefer more people to die. She's definitely in these movies. Win. And just to add in here, if they do happen to recast Iron Man, they have this great little like 
teaser in this movie where they could. They could have that little kid who showed up at the end yeah, be Iron, Iron Man. Iron Man. I was thinking yeah. about that. He's such a good mechanic himself. He could totally run the suit. Or his daughter. I, I, I love like it that. if Tony's daughter does it. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. Female Iron Woman. Or, my or maybe they woman. could yeah. be a pair. Like... She, could in- she could inherit his smarts and find all of his stuff in his, you know, in his workroom or whatever and tinker with oh, it. Yeah. And- that would be a so, super cute movie. I came into this movie thinking that I was not going to tear up and I was, this was fine and dandy. I got hit twice and only one I cried. Um, I I came out and I heard a sniffle and I looked next to me and this big buff bodybuilder is just letting it roll. And I was like, thank God I am not the only one. But in the beginning when um, Hawkeyes, they disappear, that was a great, great, great scene. I think some of his best acting in this entire show was that moment i was so impressed with it just absolutely utterly impressed with how that came out but when robert downey went and it I, you guys were saying like pepper Potts, get back it was pepper Potts. it wasn't spider-man that made me tear up it was when pepper came in that you're is crazy. when i lost my shit when pepper and came in his wife you are so backward dude listen <laughs> he doesn't even know spider-man that that's well. the problem it, but when when Pepper gave him permission, kind of like that, because you know what, yeah, you guys are making fun that. of it. Like she runs, she runs the company. You know what? No, she was one of the first people to finally see Tony no, Stark for what he was. Aaron, that's a callback to earlier in the movie, right? Yes, I know. But see, but I didn't Spider-Man, tear up when she Spider-Man was talking to him. You tear up when Spider-Man. T- you know well, what? to me, Spider-Man again apologizing know. to Tony Stark for something that he had no control over. Like again, he's a kid. And I'm not, I didn't get emotional about the kids' emotions. I'm sorry. It was about the spouse and a lot of the family aspect of it and how she was just right there and you could see he was holding on. And when, you know, it was really, you guys know how I miss hear movies quite a bit. So <laughs> hearing you guys uh, tell me what he said, but like, we're going to be okay. I heard it as you're going to be okay. And I'm like, oh shit, Tony's going to make it. I'm like, oh, no. Aaron, you are so dumb. But when she just kind of looked at him and held him right when he went, like that is, I just lost it. I was like, "Damn you, Pepper Potts!" Yeah. And I was equally, I was equally sad at both For Spider-Man sure. and Pepper Potts. But like, guys, but, uh, I also didn't know Spider-Man died in um, Infinity War. What? Okay, uh, what? I I missed that. I told you guys about this. I that Joe McClane guy. We have such a good time when we go. So at the end. I'm now talking with my buddy on the phone who's driving home. He's like, yeah, when Spider-Man died. I'm like, Spider-Man died? <laughs> like, are you, you serious? I'm like, I missed that. You on your knees at that part? Could have maybe, been doing. Joe McClane's I mean, pretty fucking handsome. Maybe that's why you didn't appreciate yes. Spider-Man. It, it really could have been. But time. Right. It, Spider-Man I'm, made his choices. He did it. He was in there, and it's awesome, and it was great character development for him. And... I also was wondering, was he really in college when he came back, guys? Because it looked like yeah. he was back at high school. That's what it looked like to me. I no, didn't he's really in college. think because, it didn't and especially look like when he's changed. on. Um, yeah, it didn't look like to me he was in college. Well, five but years also, passed. Well, he's well, still sixteen. Yeah, right. so that's why I'm saying I don't think he was in college. But I think well, he. Was- I really don't. You know, all his friends are in college. He went to go see Ned. Right. Wearing his backpack like he was going to school? I don't know. Ned Stark, Tony's son. I mean, maybe Ned (laughs) Ned Stark, Tony's son. 
Maybe oh, Ned was gone too, and they're both in high school. So yeah, we don't. Know. One of my um, big scenes, I was, I loved the end fight scene when um, Black Panther came out. I got really excited, and I, I didn't mean to yell, but I yelled, and I went, "Wakanda comes for you!" And that was received well by the movie theater. It was quite funny, but. I will say my thing for the movie, my, my two cents, because I agreed with pretty much everything that you guys had stated in the movie. I was very, I loved listening to the podcast. It was quite a bit of fun. But my big thing that I was really intrigued for, for future character development, as well as um, maybe bringing my like for this character back, because I think she's going to be a flagship person and I do not want to have just negative connotations because of my own prejudice or just not like, I don't know was Captain Marvel basically losing twice. And that was really important in my mind because she, I know, used this the pompous attitude as, I have thousands of other planets to take care of, and just basically ghosts everybody. And again, a time of potential real need where kind of ground zero was occurring and what needed to be done. And she right. leaves, comes because back. This is, because this isn't only happening on Earth. There I, are I, thousands of other worlds experiencing the same thing that well, you know what? There's a lot of people they have spaceships. But, I'm just. Can I give my two cents? Give me a moment I'm here. You, it's okay. You can be wrong. Keep talking. So, oh, that's fine. So when she came back and destroyed the ship, cool beans, and she picks up the gauntlet and gets. Now this is something you guys did get wrong, uh, Matt. You were asking this question: How did that person lose the gauntlet? How did Captain Marvel lose it? And Joe, you chimed in and said. It's when um, I said Thor. I do the same thing. Thor, Thanos, takes off the power gem and just cold cocks her, knocks her out, and she goes flying back. That's actually not the case. When she was flying, as soon as she got the gauntlet from Spider-Man, Thanos uh, clotheslined her. And just she went and went spinning off, and that's when the gauntlet was originally lost, that he got it back. And where I was just really intrigued by this and where my point comes in is this movie was the Avengers. It's the group. It's this, you can't win without everybody being there together, that that unit of family. And she pretty much up and leaves, comes back, and loses the gauntlet within five seconds of having it and causes him to get it back on. And she's this all-powerful being, this amazing human, I mean, this amazing alien uh, not she's an alien she's a human an infinity stone yeah that's what i meant infinity stone inside the human and she gets it gets knocked out she fought thanos with no infinity stones and pretty much got owned while tony fought him twice with all the infinity stones one-on-one mano a mano and he ended up obviously winning and a big thing for me was this individuality that she shows in that movie and showed in Captain Marvel, I think is going to be kind of a humbling event for her. I think this is actually going to cause her some gr- like grief. That's the word I wanted. Grief. In fact, that she lost it twice, came back, and got real cocky right when Thanos headbutted her and she looks up kind of smiling. That's not what you want to be doing when you're fighting the guy who just genocided half of the universe is smiling, laughing at him. Because all he did in that three-second time period, just like the Peter Quill screwing this all up, he takes off the Infinity Stone, knocks her out cold, he has all five gauntlets, and Tony Stark still wins. And I know this is Tony Stark's swan song, but I really felt like that's going to be a huge learning moment for her, like how Thor 
was really beat up on how Infinity War and um, the one prior to that really kind of ended. For her to lose twice in that battle and have somebody else who was utilizing almost team effort, to me, was really huge. And I really liked how that ended because she's the one, I think, that is going to be leading these people. She's going to have, a, just like Doctor Strange, a very integral role in the future of the MCU. And I feel that, to me, was going to be a better character development than her movie and her scenes in that because she has been playing that lone wolf, the rogue. I have to do these for the 1,000 other planets. No, guess what? Ground Zero's Earth, and that's where this battle's happening, and that's where you're supposed to be. She didn't know it at the time when she I was. know, because of how her attitude really was. She's I No, she didn't she was, know it because nobody knew it at the time when she left. I know. Mm-hmm. I get that. But everybody kind of stayed together as a team and worked together. And I think things would have gone a lot better even when they went back in time or not back in time or time shifted and did all that if she was a part of the unit. So she missed a lot of the things that she likely could have been a part of. Yeah, but you're to me, she's going to other planets thinking where about half the, the movie. people are gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking no, about the because future the, as well. mo- the, like, the reality of the movie is that she couldn't be on Earth. So all these other planets are going through the same thing that Earth is going through. They didn't need the Avengers on Earth after this occurred. Nobody needed anybody. They were all just learning to survive and restart Earth. Captain America is not changing the world. Everything was absolutely chaotic. I mean, they showed us five years later. I mean, five years later, everything still isn't functioning all the way. People are still in support groups talking about the the vanish yeah did you see i mean when i I look at this movie though and i i think of the scenes that happened in infinity war leading up to this one of the most strongest i'm going to almost call her like a celestial being is absent from both ends up losing the gauntlet twice and still carries this air of i have to go do this because this is what i need to go do i still respond with and i think you know what thor's the god of thunder and there are people who have much more responsibility, at least here and in trying. And, and I it's not like Thor was hanging out with the Avengers the whole time. Thor was no, doing no, it. He was drunk. Thor Fortnite. was getting drunk and getting fat. What the fuck? You want to know why he was? Is because he actually had a part in all of the shit that has occurred this entire time. And was his part to get cheese was blood in his yeah. veins? Because that's what they had yeah, to talk right. about. And I, I agree. I'm just saying like, that to me was a really good moment of the movie. If we go to Captain to Marvel here, Aaron, really think about her character. I think she is really just cut and dry. She doesn't she doesn't bring her emotions into anything. She's military. So that's why she's smiling and goofing off with well, But she's, she's sarcastic not, well, too. What are you talking about goofing off? She smirked at him because she... He tried to punch her in the face and it didn't happen. Right, Aaron, right. You're she, also she was, she was mocking his uh, right. being full of himself. In you're, the middle of the largest battle of the universe, that's hold not on, the hold time on, hold mocking. On. I Aaron, see Thor, Shannon, Captain Matt, Angela, all of you. Aaron, you have they to were all also, cracking. Hold on. <laughs> you have to also understand something. This isn't a documentary. Writers wrote this. Yeah, I know, and I think they did it for it's a reason. Not Captain and I was really Marvel's fault. No, just like it's not Peter Quill's fault. I just say because in all I reality, if the writers really were following the the threads that they they already had started, Captain Marvel should have been the one to snap. Mm-hmm. But understand, and I know they been, didn't do it that way for yeah. They needed what they were to looking let for Tony in this movie. Give his goodbye. 
And that's why I say I'm very happy with how that played out because I think it's going to be a very good building well, you're putting block blame on for a, her on a fictional character who's written to no, do who's no, written no, to fail. No. You know what I mean? It's I, like there's not there's not a an anger toward her failing. I'm not upset with how it ended. I'm not upset her scene in the movie because I was really happy with how it all came out. I was loving how all her and the girls came up. I was loving how she came back. I just thought in that type of scene that it was written with intent. And I was really what, happy what with intent? For her to see the value of team effort. No, which that is wasn't what it. was really difficult with no. what was really difficult with the beginning of the Avengers and when forging them in the first place. When has she ever used a team? Never. She was That's part of a team. Kind of why I was really happy. What are you talking about? She was part of a squad on, when she was working with the Kree. Right, she was. Yeah. But now she's been I'm on. I'm talking her own about. Working. I'm saying the Avengers, those types, other superheroes. And then she the, immediately teamed up with a scroll had to come in. She got called in by Fury. She gets called into the Avengers. She has no idea who these people are. She just kind of no, walks into like, what the hell is going and on? That's why I'm saying I, I liked it. So, is that I think she's yeah. going to be a part of that type of team. But she's she's going to be part of the Eternals, so... Yeah. You know. There's going to be no more Avengers. Right. That's fine. We can be the Revengers. We're moving on to the Eternals now, yeah. That's where the MCU is shifting. So cool. And I and so well, she's a part of the Eternals? I do have a question for you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where they're going to put her, yeah. So that type of mentality or seeing it, I just, in my mind, that to me was a really cool scene and how it played out and how Robert got it back and how Robert, or sorry, Robert, RDJ or Iron Man, um, Iron Man whatever you want to call him, ended up winning or sacrificing i just i thought it was really cool i was very happy with it and that brought me a lot of like for that character because i could see a flaw with her and that's what i thought out, out of that because i went in already by the way her haircut was freaking awesome i went in with some you apprehension of that character i thought she was cool as heck post like a side and i really side liked photo. how that ended <laughs> i'm curious if you like the hulk the difference that we had in the Hulk character. Yes, because before the movie started, I I hadn't read anything about this and I had not watched any trailers. And my hope was for some sort of answer to what happened with the Hulk and why he backed down, which obviously he was just he was scared, he got his ass beat and Banner couldn't mm, do anything and I wanted to already addressed that. That's more. not why. Why was it? I didn't hear that. Address. I don't remember, but the Russo brothers addressed that. It wasn't that he was scared. It was he was sick of being a disease for Banner. So he wasn't just going to come oh, to cool. his aid. So, very good. Something like that. that. You know, know I forgot to mention that. I forgot to mention this in the last podcast, but when, uh, what's your face, the chick who mentored uh, Doctor Strange. Um, yes, oh, the ancient one. Tell the uh, Yeah, she... Um, Bald strange lady? Yeah, I like her. Yeah, when she hits... Uh, when she hits the Hulk and Banner, like, you know, his celestial, his spirit or whatever backs up out of him. For a split second, I thought they were going to do, because in the comics, there's a, I mean, this lasted for like, like a decade at least, or it's probably still going on, but they did a thing where, uh, uh, what's, what's the face? Onslaught. Onslaught, like, hits uh hulk and he like separates into two people right so it's like it was the banner and the hulk 
And I thought they were going to do that for a second, but obviously I they just, didn't. But I was I, like, I, holy crap. I liked cool. it because I was hoping that he was able to get a better control over it. I also like that he still kind of maintained some of that Hulk mentality. Hulk. And that scene in the diner, I was losing my SHIT. I couldn't even stop laughing. But then I started laughing. I looked down. Did you guys see that he had like a bucket of eggs and just pancakes stacked on? Yeah. <laughs> he is just like, it looks like Can he's using autograph? the mixing bowl for a 30 person. Like, it looked like he had a bowl that you make your uh, potato salad in for a, a family event. And he, that's just eggs. He made, yeah. he made me remember uh, Ron Swanson. Give me all of your eggs. And the guy, hold on, hold on. I, I think you may have misunderstood me. I said, give me all of your eggs, not a lot of eggs. All of your eggs, and that's what made me think of when I saw the Hulk. But I, my, uh, what were the ones that you guys said? Explain the movie in one word. And I think one of the first ones that might have been you, Joe, was um, satisfying. And then a masterpiece was later on. Mm-hmm. And I have to agree to that. I was, I left that movie in the middle of the movie. I was so overly happy, over the moon. It was put together so. Well, uh, the brushstrokes comment I am in complete agreement with. And I have actually been thinking since Monday what I was going to rate this movie. And I, because you guys said I'm going to be curious what Aaron says. And I've had a lot of back and forth because I take my ratings. I have a lot of fun with them. I know you guys did that. I love it 3000, which I agree. But I struggled with the nine or 10. And I sat back and I started thinking about what interstellar is to me, because that movie really just hits home for me in a lot of different ways and what I liked about it, what I didn't like. And is it a movie I want to watch over and over again, or I can watch 15 times in a year. And what came back as a resounding, this movie's a 10. Well, I didn't think uh, I was going to rate it. I really thought I was going to do like a nine or a nine five. And I had to really sit back and think that there, I don't, who is slurping on a freaking I... straw? <laughs> it's my cat. <laughs> the adventure you cat. son of a bitch. I was just, I'm just so impressed that all the ties in, uh, tie-ins, and I was really happy with some of the things that you guys told. I didn't know it was a little kid, so listening to the podcast and the little ties that you guys, the little snippets from old movies that you were bringing in or the mm-hmm. statement to Captain America about not wanting to have to fight that war again and all of that. And I was just, just impressed. And the scene to me that is the number one killer is when Thor's about to die the same way that he stabbed Thanos in the Infinity War. Oh, he didn't, yeah, it didn't kill him, but through the chest. I really thought he was going to say you should have gone for the head just for the hell of it. But when that hammer came and Thor's face was like, I knew it. I can't and then wait to see that again. He just starts going to town and he takes the hammer. He hits his shield into his face. And did he call the God killer, the other one, his crazy big ass sword, the the other hammer made by Groot's arm? Was that, did he have that in his arm too? Stormbreaker. Did he have Stormbreaker? Yeah. Because when he calls down the lightning, I'm like, it felt like he was just, he was playing as like Ryu in Street Fighter. And all of a sudden he got like a Mortal Kombat moveset. And he just like rolls up and he's like, gonna go down the thunder. And I lost it. I was the whole crowd screaming like, ah! I was, I lost it. And that, I just couldn't believe that they just had that, the audacity to make that type of scene in a movie like that. Like that fight 
I don't, I, there was no better fighting in the entire movie. That was it. Like that scene, Captain America, that was Captain America's swan song. Oh yeah. Right there. And it yeah. was just, I've goosebumps thinking about it. And so I get to go see it. Were you super pumped when Captain America called Mjolnir? Yeah. I, I was losing. I've goosebumps <laughs> thinking about that. I knew that. it. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's, that's where I was kind of losing my mind. And then when he does the, no, give me the big, give me the, give me the big hair. I want give the big the small one. one. I want the big one. <laughs> Yeah, but Thor's the weird twisting. And by the way, I also understand the <coughs> what's the um, hormone monster in um, uh, Big Mouth? Maury, uh, Angela, and Shannon. You both said in the the podcast, each of you once went, yeah, 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 yeah. You both, <laughs> you both, yeah, 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 yeah yes. And I at least on three occasions started talking like I was on it and forgot that I was not. Are you on the sure podcast. that they were actually saying that? Because I kept playing the drop a lot. Check off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly. a girl's voice doing it. Okay. Oh wait. Do you have a girl's voice one doing no, that? No, I don't. Because that's no, it was I didn't hear a lot of drops yeah, 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 in this yeah, movie. Yeah. That one. But it was I pretty much agree with other than my statements that you guys disagree with me on. I agree <laughs> with basically everything. And the more I'm talking, I'm also realizing, yeah, multiverse, um, Black Widow could absolutely be back. Yeah, I, I see that point. There's a lot of doors that. open. They they didn't answer as many questions as they asked, for sure. This is like one of those episodes of Lost, mm-hmm. where they're like, yeah, we answered them all, see? But, but no. then you post 40 more, a-hole. Yeah. So we're going to have to deal <laughs> with whatever they uh, come up with. And uh, just to throw it back to the, the beginning of the conversation, um, Peter Parker is in high school with Ned and MJ because they both disappeared in the snap as well. So I was okay. I'm not crazy. I did not think that was college. I looked um, like they were in high school. Black Widow's getting her own movie, so I'm guessing they're bringing her back. Well, it could be, you know, it could theoretically be a prequel, but I think it would be better served as a prequel, anyways, showing her entry into Shield, how she got in, the mm-hmm. backstory of what happened at the academy. That to me would be very satisfying because her view is that like the mother holding everybody together was just fantastic. Her scene when she was crying eating the pb and j and when that other half went i legitimately sat and went who the hell's gonna eat that other half of the pb and j and i was so happy when lang showed up and lang was when (laughs) when ronnie get petted him goes oh is the little guy excited to go into space you want a little pet you guys want a little fun oh you're so adorable and i really like that he was everybody's butt of the jokes and the taco scene fantastic the time traveling when they're trying to explain to a particle physicist, like, where did you hear this? Uh, time cop, uh, back to the future. And he's like, <laughs> the Hulk is sitting there like, uh, guys, these, these are movies. I'm sorry they're to tell you this. Real. And they're, yeah, that was, that was great. So that's kind of where the Hulk, I really like that because Banner has always been a bit, well, he still is apprehensive. So but. it, we didn't talk about this in the last podcast either. Hulk actually does the first snap, right? To bring everybody back. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So but we don't see awesome. them right away. No. No. Yeah. And well, what? We and call. and we, we didn't. The wife. We didn't talk last time about much about Thanos. I I felt like Thanos was more malevolent. Like 2014, Thanos was scarier. Was he cooler. Had a What's malevolent? Well, I'm sorry. He, uh, he kind of set in the 
in the movie, like he's like, oh well, you know, I I snapped my fingers and it eradicated half of the universe, but you know the you guys are come back to mess my shit up. So I guess what I got to do is just like right start from scratch, make everything wipe it out and, and right. start over. Right. <laughs> well, when I, we I, left I got... Infinity War, we left Thanos thinking, well, you know what, it, he might be doing some evil things, but his mission makes sense. It really. It's hard to argue with. It will help. Yep. He's not wrong, and that's like the the best way to write a villain. But then you you go ahead and turn around in Endgame, and he, you turn out turns out he's just an insane person. Mm-hmm. Right. I think yeah. he learned a lot as he went along too. There's probably a lot. He's kind of an insane person to begin with because like why don't you just snap your fingers and make all the resources in the universe yeah. double? Better. Like if you yeah. can right. you can kill right. half right. of everything, you could probably do that. Yeah, so he had a very well, good Well, where would you that... get the matter? Oh, come on, there's a lot. There's a lot of useless matter. I mean, look at me. That's a good point. <laughs> that actually is a really good matter point. Matter cannot be created I or destroyed. He'd have to get that matter from somewhere. I cannot remember who made fun of me, but about four weeks ago, I asked a question to Joe about who's in this movie, and Shannon said, Aaron, can you get one of those things that's really fancy? It's called Google. It might be really <laughs> helpful. It's on your phone. And last week, I heard Shannon go, Hey, Joe, can you look up a show on IMDb for me? Because I don't know who's on Sabrina. And I was like, on my com- I was in my car. I'm like, damn you, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> like the pot calling the kettle black. That's right. So, so I think we I should end the... I'm so impressed with it. And I get to go see it again on Friday. But only you and our six listeners will know that... Uh, by the way, good joke when you did that last week, mm-hmm. is I'm going again on Friday and I've not told anybody because I don't want it, any surprise to be ruined. So I'm just gotcha. going on Friday. I want to go and see what it again mean? this week. Uh, what did you think for your game replacement? What? I replaced huh? this game last what week. What did you think of the game? Yeah. Did you listen that far to the game? No, I ended at the end. I was at a store. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't well, know. I, I made up right a new game end. for you. You're going to have to listen to it and figure it out. <laughs> I can deal with that. It's, it's I also, a lot of fun. I had a question about a game, too. I was debating. I just like at least asked this question. It was that there's a thing on Twitter that you have to badly describe a movie in one line, and I was going to try to do some guesses with it. Hmm. Does that sound yeah, bad? Yeah, I, sure. I posed that to you a few weeks ago. Like, Give it a try. That was similar to that. Okay. Yeah, cool. it was like... Uh, brother falls in love with his twin sister he doesn't know it but then he ends up saving the universe yes star wars right thank you oh i thought that was my brother my brother and um his uh (laughs) our home videos gotcha sorry Uh... so guys let's move on to uh talk about what else we watch this week and avengers endgame can't be all of it there is a big big old spot in our hearts for game of thrones yes oh yeah i already mentioned yes Dude, the battle. Oh, should we just who, treat that as our movie of the week? Who hasn't seen it? Has everyone here seen Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't watch Game of Thrones. So okay, so you don't care. Are you ever going all. to watch it? Okay, so uh, no, spoiler alert not. for those of you who haven't seen it. And if you haven't seen it and you spoiler like Game of Thrones, spoiler alert. You know, Wait, hold dick. on. Are we doing recommendations first or no? This is recommendations. This is our thing. Oh. Okay, we all thanks. recommend you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, we recommend... This is what I watched this week, okay? This is my recommendation. Uh, we get the Battle for Winterfell. We get the fight against the Night King and the zombie army. We get the 
fulfillment of the prophecy of Azor Ahai. It's just a uh, it's a very satisfying episode. Some people were wait. Really what was ha- the fulfillment? The prophecy of Azor Ahai. The the, the prince yes. or princess, as we found out last season, who would be promised. Oh, it, so they did uh, say it was, I need uh, I need some help with that. I need some help with that joke. Because when I when I had heard about it or whatever watched whatever they were like, oh yeah, it's definitely throw your damn rotisserie chicken away. Sort of like, okay. is it you know, is it uh, Tyrion or is it John? You know, who who's the brother? But they actually came out and said it was uh, could also be a sister. Yeah, in High Valyrian, uh, the the translation is the prince or princess who was promised. Uh, okay. Uh, member translator lady said that last week or last season, and uh, mm-hmm. so Azor Ahai is the guy who ended the Long Night the first time uh, with a blade called Lightbringer, and Lightbringer <laughs> had so much power because it was tempered when it was being forged in the blood of his family members. Nice. So when you think about Arya and the blade she used, you could say metaphorically at least it was also tempered in the blood of her family members. She's oh, not a princess. So she's a... Joe, why why do you even have these thoughts? You're ruining my brain thoughts with these connections. What's going? Are you an oh, these, acid head or something? These aren't like, my thoughts. I I do read some of this stuff. Uh, so credit right. out there to the people who did some research. Mm-hmm. But like, you um, I also think some of us are really happy when the Red Witch is just done. Melisandre, yeah. Um, it, it, yes, she. I was hoping. Some... I was hoping the Onion Knight was actually going to kill her, though. I was like, oh. You can stab her in the back. They made you think that. What's that? Who the hell's the Onion Knight? (laughs) The Onion Knight? The guy with half a hand? Huh? (laughs) Half a hand? Are we talking missing one hand? No. He's he's missing the fingers. Half his fingers on one hand. Because Stannis cut him off. His name is Davos Seaworth. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I know who Davos is. I mean, so Davos. <laughs> I'm just going to use like everybody's other name from now on. That's just freaking hilarious. Dude, that was... I'm, I was, I'm, I'm on a struggle bus with this. I'm like... I have, struggle like, have I been bus. The same this kid yeah. might be a genius. Is it going to stop at the hooker station? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was hoping Davos was going to stab her in the back or something and just kill her. But, you know. You know, she went out the I way she went out. Very she thought happy. she fulfilled the Lord of Light's prophecy. She thought she saw the end to it. So her purpose on this earth is done. How how long has she been walking the earth to begin with? Yeah. How did anybody expect the Lord of Light to actually play such an integral role in the show? Because he was talked about like, like Ugh. I know when she gave birth out of her hoo ha of the ghost thingy yeah. and it okay. came right out. Like I was like, either that was a really bad, not going to use the word, or. Or was this real? And it was just so freaking strange to me. And I really liked her. She had a good little arc. and She had a good ending to it. I was happy that she helped out the crew. And mm-hmm. and when she took her hands out to that uh, crazy circle surrounding the entire all of Winterfell. Right. I think for a moment she was worried it wasn't going to work. And right. I, that was oh, really cool. Sure. That was really cool. I was like, I've never seen her falter. Right. Well, she had guessed wrong a couple times about the Lord of Light's chosen one. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like she just wanted to kill kids sometimes. I don't know if she no. was guessing wrong. She just got a little bored. I don't think so. You know. That was, that was a joke. I'm sorry. That's not I what I really think. I also really enjoyed the... I don't even know what her name is. She's the little girl that... Yeah. Um, what's her Mormont? name? Yeah, Leanna, Leanna. Mormont. 
Yes. Of the bear tribe or whatever they are. Yeah. The How she's lady. so like yeah. rough and tough and she just goes at this giant and then she's getting crushed to death and she ends up killing it. It was just perfectly done for me. Yeah. She's full of piss and vinegar. Didn't, Matt, didn't you say she was the baddest ass character last week? Yeah. And then J- Joe said, no, you're wrong. Let me tell you who Arya's killed. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah. Arya is how many years older? Uh, you know, right? Like five. She had training from the Death People. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Sea of. Are Earth. the faceless people ever going to show up again? Or are they done? I think Arya the, is a faceless person yeah. for the most part. Yeah, yeah, she definitely is. She posed as. Are they mad at daughter? her? Is, are they like? Does they that alive? group ever want to come back after her? No, there's the old. The guy's still there. I thought Jake and Hagar. Yeah, he's still there. And I figured, like, they're not. There's no bad blood with them, correct? She left of her own accord, had her own stuff, um, and done. Or are they she mad did at her exactly what he powers? wanted her to do. Yep. Really? Yes. I agree. All of that was exactly <laughs> how he wanted it. What? Don't you oh, remember when she goes, sense. "I am not no one. I am Arya Stark of Winterfell, and I'm going home." He smiles. Like I have goosebumps. Oh, you just said that. Woo! I got goosebumps too. How do you? How do you have? What kind of memory do you have? You're like an elephant. Photographic. I'm never gonna. How do you forget this shit? <laughs> Some of it though is kind of different. Matt, I wake up and just look at my calendar and go. I don't know anything that's happening in my life. I just I get up and Whoa. go. I mean, neither do I, but I remember this important shit. <laughs> was, I don't know who onion, <laughs> Listen, I don't know who onion hands are, and I do know <laughs> where. <laughs> Can we please make a picture of Davos onion hands (laughs) where he looks like Edward Scissorhands? So much bullshit. Um, I also want to say the moment that Arya kills the Night King, I said to Joe, rewind it. I want to see this again. And like, it didn't matter how many times I've watched it because I think I've watched it four times now without you. It, that was it, uh, that was Game of Thrones Captain America moment because everybody cheered everywhere when it happened. It oh, yeah, it felt good. Perfect. And you knew exactly what was going to happen. You knew she was going to drop it. Yep. As soon as he uh, caught her with the knife in her hand, I went, knife flip! And she goes, shh. <laughs> <laughs> I when people talk. But even the scene right before where you can see the wind blowing in the zombie's hair or whatever, I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's coming. <gasps> it's like, you Oh, knew. I knew so. Was, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny you too is really two seasons before, one season before, that is the exact same spot where Brand gave her that knife. Wow. No. Awesome. So, guys, when I got to watch this with my wife on Wednesday night, she was really sick. And she's like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do it. I'm like, Kalen, just wait. We started watching it and we made it to right when the, what's the Khal Drago's people? The, the Dothraki. Dothraki. When they run into the ghost and they just start getting annihilated, that's when my wife said I have to go to bed and I paused the show right there and I had oh, to wait until wow. Thursday night to finish it and it was Torture. so painful. I haven't... That was bad. It was really bad. It was tough. All right. So to end this quickly because I'm sure Angel is like ready to blow her brains out. Um, no, I'm just eating some chips. What did you guys think about the the middle section that was like uh, suspense horror when Arya is going through the camp, castle? Did you guys like that? Yeah, I liked it. Why? I thought she was going to be more aggressive in there. That, but then when you kind of got the feeling that she was scared, that took me a little bit. I'm a little dense. Well, it made a lot more had, sense to me. If she had had a weapon, but she lost it when she was mm-hmm. like 
surrounded by them. If she had a weapon, she would have went through them like flies through a turd. She didn't have that crazy knife? She didn't want to draw attention knife, to but... herself because there's a thousand more where those five came from, right. too. And right. I, that's, I, I don't disagree with what she did. It just took me a moment to figure out and start enjoying the scene for what it was instead of thinking that it was going to be an attack scene. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was like being in a Resident Evil game. I agree. I was, really enjoyed it. I liked it. It was very suspenseful. Very well done. Very suspenseful. And uh, I did talk to some people during the week, and they're like, I wanted Jon Snow to have the big sword battle with the Night King. Hell well, he would have no. lost. Jesus. He would have lost. He already, so. he already fought one of the underlings and got him. <sighs> oh. And he killed like 75. Wait, what are you talking about? He fought one of the underlings. I thought he fought one of the captains above he the He killed wall. him. Yeah, but he killed Yeah, one. I know. But he, but he got his ass kicked. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. The Night King is going to straight up. Annihilate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Night King might have been I, hard to beat. Yeah, I don't think he was going to take him on a one-on-one. But when that when he stood up on the dragon and basically said, I'm just going for it. Like, I have nothing left. This is what I have I to do. I wanted him I to get chills. hit with that fire. Yeah, I did. And I wanted him to be unburnt. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the only thing I wanted. But we didn't get that. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Surprised they didn't do that, or at least like I don't know. That would be yeah. hard because that would have been like to explain away. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, well, oh, you ooh. are a Targaryen. Maybe before we before but we get then off. they would have had to explain why he touched the torch in the one episode and had to throw it away because it burned his hand. So, yeah. My true. question for everybody here is: Do you think not who's going to be? I don't want to. I don't want that part portion here. But my question is: My wife and I were talking about this. Do you think John wants the throne in no. the first place? Or Which would he prefer he just to it. have the North? Right. I agree with Joe. He doesn't want it. I don't it. think he wants it. That's no. why Ned was suited for it as well. He didn't want it. But you want the right thing for your people, and that's what John wants. I th- Does Sansa do a pretty good job doing that, though? I to like me, Sansa's what would happen is, is uh, Jon Snow, if he takes the throne, and he ends up being on the throne at the end, something like uh, he will get rid of the Iron Throne. He will get rid of Wester or uh, what do you want? What should I call it? King's Landing being the center for Westeros, and he'll let people rule themselves. Right. Okay. That cool. All right. Ideal. Cool with that. I'm I'm happy with that explanation because I we were kind of going back and forth because if Daenerys got it, I know she'd be ruling with an iron fist, and I wouldn't be mad. She's had an amazing, fun, long arc with it. Has done a lot of things right, some things wrong, and really. I don't think she's going up. to survive. Oh, I don't. She can't fight. She needs to be able to fight. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing for me in this episode. I was hoping she was going to have a little bit of gumption to... Well, she's had an army. Yeah. She has never needed she to killed, fight. She killed a couple of the yeah. White Walkers. She did. Yeah, she, she did okay. She held her own for a young woman who's never had combat training or anything. But, yeah, okay. yeah I, don't know, I don't know if they on... can... Sorry. Nope, you go. For someone that's always on her. For someone that's always on her dragon and dependent on her dragons, she needs to learn to fend for herself. And also, why wouldn't she I just mean, stand in the middle of the fire? Right. Do you think she can still do this? Is that like a thing forever that she can do it? Or was oh, yeah. it just like a divine calling? She's been unburnt a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can just walk through fire. She's not going to get hurt. She'll lose her clothes. Okay. But she she won't I don't do mind. Anymore. Yeah, but she no, said they, she won't uh, do that again. Yeah, I don't blame her. Well, they, but yeah, she, she said uh, that, and then the very next week she was naked again. So seriously, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Well, she had probably already recorded that scene, but uh, yeah, she went to the Dothraki and like killed them all in the fire in the hut. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, she's walked through fire a bunch of times, and yeah, so she can do it at will. Which is why I'm wondering, like, why can't John do it since he's because supposed he's to be half? a Targaryen? He has to believe. I guess. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Good way to wrap. We got to move on up. to Angela's recommendation. Yeah. So, yeah. Angela, what have you seen this week that's not Avengers Endgame and not Game of Thrones? <laughs> I actually have been watching YouTube videos with my kid. Wow. So I've been watching a lot of, I know, I've been watching a lot of a particular YouTuber. Who is it? Who? Markiplier. Markiplier. Yeah. What kind of stuff he do? Stupid stuff. He's I don't play that game. He does a lot of video game reviews. He does a lot of... Um, challenges like they they took dry ice and a popsicle stick and they made popsicles out of a whole bunch of different stuff including you know three different types of soda and tartar sauce and salad dressings and uh, sriracha Jesus. tartar and sauce ate, right and then they had to eat the popsicles and then genius, genius, whatever genius. was left all went into Gross. went into the same bag and then they made a popsicle that had all 13 flavors. Yeah. And it was not good. They almost threw up. So would yeah. you recommend people watch this YouTuber? I mean, I suppose if you're, you know, a really 14, 15-year-old girl. <laughs> I love Kevin hot? Bacon's big dong. So I'm going to like this is what it sounds yeah. like. You <laughs> might. You might. Did you ask if he was hot? Yes. I love Kevin Bacon's mm. big dong. <laughs> I like how he keeps playing that drop. I mean, well, for a fourteen-year-old girl, unatt- I guess he's, he's not unattractive, but you know, not What's my the name type, of this thing again. Mark Applier. Mark Applier. like multiplier, but with Mark. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is that all you watched this week? Oh, he's a douche. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a douche. Why'd you oh, say wow. that? Okay, he okay. looks like a douche. That's all. Oh uh, yeah, he's probably not though. He looks yeah. half he looks uh, Asian. Asian. Mm. He is half Asian, half half Korean, half German. What? That's and a weird mix. He yeah. looks. That's like, an interesting story that needs to be told. Yeah, yeah. he looks like a uh, Markiplier. Makeup. I wish I was ninja. <laughs> it's got the color hair. <laughs> so, I wish I was yeah, good at Fortnite. You said you didn't watch anything else? Oh. Um, I started listening to a podcast called Best Case, Worst Case. Okay. And it's it's quite interesting. It's it's uh two former pro- prosecutors. One of them was a former prosecutor and a former FBI Profiler for oh, it's a Wondery podcast. Girl. I thought she said yeah. prostitute at first. Wondery does all no. these true crime Whoa. podcasts. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, they do. Sorry, my brain. And it's work. it's quite interesting. I mean, they have some pretty, uh, you know, they they have some pretty interesting views of the world, you know, that I don't necessarily agree with. But they they bring other members of the justice system in to talk about their best cases and their worst cases and you know sometimes even their best cases have a sad ending but former FBI profiler Jim Clemente and former federal prosecutor Francie Hakes 
get takes, yes. unparalleled access to law enforcement officers looking back at their most memorable cases, for better or for worse. So these are cases that they went through. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they talk about their own as well. Um, Jim Clemente, on the side now, is a writer producer of CBS's Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. Okay. So, where he gets a it's lot kind of. of yeah, it's kind of interesting when you hear. Like, I've always been a fr- fan of Criminal Minds, so. Like, you hear him talk about his life, and you can see a lot of it in Criminal Minds. Is the guy from Criminal Minds the dude from Dharma and Greg? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. What? That's the one I've watched. And there was the short, stout guy who was always really angry. He looked like he was supposed to have a cigar all the time. Uh, Joe Man... Man... Hang, yeah. Man- Man- yeah. Man- I watched Man- up until about he left, because it was always on WADL 38 late night. So I watched a <laughs> lot of Criminal Minds when I was... Montana. Going through college. I like uh, that Montana. show. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, it's a good show. I, I like it quite a bit. And and I find, you know, I find these, their conversations interesting. You know, okay. It's, if you like true crime, if you like here, you know, they they take you behind police lines, you know, and the, like the cops and the Navy SEALs and stuff. They talk about how they felt while things were happening, you know, and you don't, it's, it's kind of funny because they always like talk about it like like it's a report, you know, like it's what they would put in their report. And they're like, no, 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 but that's not what I asked. I asked, how do you feel right <laughs> about that, you know? And it's it's interesting. I am a non-dealing robot. Human rights American. It makes. I mean, it's got to be really difficult to be in the criminal justice system. Oh, to watch yeah. the horrible things that humans do to one another. Right. Okay, well, uh, anybody else have any other things they watched? We got like four more minutes. What? Oh, I want to do a recommendation. Yeah, so do, do it. I. Yeah, what's going on here? Well, we talked a lot. Let's go. Oh, well, I'll quickly, um, I want to add to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I've been continually <laughs> watching. I'm only on episode five, but I was telling Joe that it, it kind of got more hor- horrific. And I'm not into horror usually but i kept pushing through and um i'm really enjoying it not so much drama as it is that i was hoping it wasn't you know with the high school kids and all that jazz whatever hi yeah Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to i might not like it as much yeah so that's what i that's actually what i was i was hoping you'd well it's not in the first episode it didn't get really horrific until like I think the fourth or third episode. So there was a, a night devil, a nightmare devil that was kind of chasing around, and it was really gory and like I was scared. <laughs> like I'm watching this on a bus. I don't play that game. Going from San Antonio to Houston with my daughter, and it's dark, and I I was like scared. And I was like, what? So it's like the DC version of Sabrina the T.J. Switch. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. So. You're so dark. Are you sure you're not from DC? <laughs> so, Aaron, you had something else? Uh, no, I'll save it for next week because I got to talk a lot about Endgame today. So that was pretty okay. cool. Matt, did you have I'm anything? I'm very happy with that. By the way, uh, thank you for that. Yes, I did. It's called Game of Thrones. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. We're all hyped to uh, hang up here and go watch this week's episode. Yes. But uh, I just want to recommend, because I got some stuff. Aaron turned me on to this band called The Midnight. And uh, I've been p- just playing it nonstop in my classroom. They're, they're part of this uh, 
this movement music that I didn't know about. It's called Synthwave. So it's taking those old crappy synthesizers from the 80s and actually making good music with them. It's kind of outrageous to think about, um, especially if you go back into time. I have recordings where I complain a lot about synthesized music in the 80s and how it sucks. Why would I like this so much? Well, because it's there's a difference. It's like done well. It's crazy. I don't know. I played this at my Easter. Uh, I got to host Easter. And most people were very happy with it because I have speakers that go outside and I mm-hmm. have people of all ages. And I had multiple people saying, this is really fun. So yeah, I had it's like chill. parents, I had people. In the, yeah, I I was very surprised. It made me really happy. And when Joe texted me that, I, I don't, I, music is tough to recommend, but this is a band mm-hmm. I think transcends quite a bit of style. But I've got one for you, Aaron, because fun. when you I play things on youtube they offer you recommendations of things just like it and it's another synthwave band called time cop 1983 yes absolutely fantastic i have them in my playlist yeah they're not sexy they are no they're more like watching blade runner for eight hours because (laughs) they're borrowing a lot of that that theremin stuff from the blade runner do you have a favorite song on it right now what was it time cop here we go i'm just gonna i'm gonna add it in from time cop 1983 uh, I was yeah. listening to the Lovers album, part one, I believe it's oh, okay. called. Okay, I'm putting it in. I'm and, saving uh, it right now for tomorrow That morning. one is real chill. All right, cool. That's that's going on tomorrow morning on the drive. Yeah, I've created wow. these playlists in my Google Music so that uh, I can just go to school and hit play, and it plays all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I said it reminded me of Kenny G a little, but whatever. <laughs> like, the other thing uh, I want to recommend is Barry on HBO. Barry? Yes, I got to watch two episodes of that. He is a hitman mm-hmm. who has a kind of a midlife crisis, it feels mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Is this the preview we kept seeing? Uh, yeah, and I've, I've watched the first season, and now I'm halfway through season two or Who's whatever. Who's the actor? Uh, what's his name from Saturday Night Live? Okay, that's Bill right. Hader. Bill Hader, who's in everything. Uh, yeah. Yes. He, it's wonderful. Season two is wonderful. It goes places I didn't expect it to go, and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, Hank is still in it, still being hilarious. So watch that. And the last thing I want to recommend is the Comedy Bang Bang podcast. That's water for ten years. Okay, they had their tenth anniversary show. Switch Wi-Fi. And uh, Scott Ackerman decided he would make it ten hours long. Mm-hmm. So he created a ten-hour-long podcast with guests from the show from the last ten years. I mean, everybody. I'm only halfway through it. And everybody I could think of has been on it, including old John Hamm and Nick Kroll and Paul Sheard and Paul F. Tompkins and all the people you know. Kevin about. Bacon? Andy Daly. He plays a bunch of characters. Are they wearing over the jackets? Years. Andy, Andy Daly's Big Dong? Wait, what? Andy Daly's mm-hmm. Big Dong. And I'm halfway through. Um, I mean, there's these characters called the Calvin's Twins. They raise horse horses for horse boxing. What the fuck? Where they, they box to the death. They put boxing gloves on the horse hooves and the horses box to the death. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry. It's not, it doesn't really happen, guys. It's a I comedy the podcast where they, they podcast. improvise. Um, it's arguably one of my favorite things in the world. I've, li- I've been listening Hello, to it. Hello, I'm right here. As far as media goes, it doesn't Am come close to you. Don't worry. Do you not look at me? Well, sometimes I play with you, but that's a different thing. <laughs> Is that media? <sighs> okay. <laughs> this is not where media. I expected this to go. Um, so yeah, Hang on, guys. Been... I have to take my pants off. If yeah, you wanna... Shannon, you've been spicy today. You were making a, a picture today. This is all going crazy. Paintings. 
Jeez Louise. <laughs> you really thought I was painting Let's go my to the bathroom and climax No, in the I don't think you were. I'm saying they're, they're quite funny. I'm saying you're being spicy. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, so if you want a very odd introduction to the Comedy Bang Bang podcast, uh, I would recommend that. Okay. So is there a game? There is a game. Is it a short game? Come on. Don't bullshit yeah, me. My, my, wife's wa- my wife's waiting for uh, Game of Thrones right now. Yeah, She's about so to kill me. What time is it on? Now. Now. Oh. It's on whenever you play it on HBO Go. So, um, Yeah, the game is real quick. Cool. Let's do it. Just like you. Genius, genius, genius. My game, okay? IMDb libs, guys. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hey. Start off with Matt. Matt, I need a number. 3,784. Okay. Uh, Angela, adjective? Um, spiky. Hey, Aaron, I need a special occasion. Kwanzaa. <laughs> Not necessarily a holiday, but okay. Shannon, I need cool a pants, pat, pants, past tense verb. Past tense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why do you give me the hard one? Do you not love me? Give me a verb. A verb. Um, sitting. Sat. Okay. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Matt, some sort of agency. The Federal Bureau of the Silly Walks. Sweet. Never heard of that one. And Angela, I need name of a accused person of a crime, i.e. thief or burglar or something. Um, R. Kelly. No. (laughs) (laughs) So child rapist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Aaron, let's finish up with a plural object. Geese. Geese? Okay. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry, guys. I just blanked right there. I'm really upset. <laughs> no, geese what is great. Just listen. Uh, <sighs> okay, 3,784 guests are anonymously anonymously are anonymously invited to a spiky mansion for Kwanzaa. But after their host <laughs> is sat, they must cooperate with the Federal Bureau of Silly Walks to identify the child rapist as the geese pile up. <laughs> It's hilarious. It's Clue, but it's hilarious. <sighs> How did you get Whoa. Clue so fast? I've never even seen it. I, I, I don't clue, know. But I, as, as soon as you said the number of guests invited to Kwanzaa, I'm like, oh, that's Clue. Okay. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> well, that yep, was over so fast. Angela. The geese did pile up in that one, though. All I'm right. sorry. I love Tim Curry. Me, me, me. Matt. Me. Shannon, give me a band name. You too. You too or YouTube? You too. You too. Can you not hear me? Uh, 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 now it's Matt's Matt, give me a cl- a country that's plural. A country that's plural? Yeah, so like you're using it as a Japan's? It's possessive. Like Japan's, like yeah. Okay. Uh Icelandic. Iceland's. <laughs> Okay, uh, where are we at? Aaron, Angela, yeah. give me an adjective. Sure. Um, pruny. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Now, where are we at? Aaron, yes. proper name first and last. 
Billy Bob Thornton. I put bod. Is that what that is? And then I put bod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Shannon, give me another adjective. Ooh. Uh, spicy. Okay. You two, one of Iceland's pruny bands, is chronicled by film director Billy Bob Thornton on what proves <laughs> to be a spicy tour. Uh, Almost famous? Oh. No. Final tap? Uh, full title, please. This is Spinal Tap? This is Spinal Tap. Okay, I've not seen this one either. Man, I'm killing it seen, today. I haven't seen that what one either. What is this category, man? Oh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yes, this was This is Spinal Tap. Of course, amazingly funny movie if you've never seen it. It's a fake, I have not. It's I've a fake. Not ever dirt, seen it. It's a mockumentary. It's fake. It's about a fake British band, and uh, oh, you follow them around. Oh, yeah. Rob Reiner directed it. Reminds me of a better movie that we've watched on the podcast called with... The Rocker. Yeah, <laughs> he can't be. That movie is great. Okay, <laughs> so stupid. We're on to Matt then, because you just yes. Yeah. Okay, Matt, give me a number. Three thousand seven hundred and forty-eight. <laughs> Is it the same? You, oh, you did eighty-four last time. Angela. Um, Angela, how about a biblical mm-hmm. figure? Ooh. Oh. Um, go really with Esther. Let's go with Esther. My girl doesn't get enough play. I don't know. Ooh. She's your girl. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I want to make sure if there's something we should know about Esther, I'm like, all right. Hey, hey Ron, you got to give me a number that's larger than the first number. Ooh. Larger than what? Larger than 3,748. 3,749. Works. <laughs> I, I just wanted to price is right that. It know? works. <laughs> um, Shannon, give me a biblical location. Ooh. Um... Mount Sinai. What? Do you not know of that place? <laughs> no, I do not. The tablets? Not one of mine. Okay, Matt, comments. how about an adjective? Uh, runny. Oh, ew. I don't like that word, I just found out. Kind of like moist. Ooh, Ooh I think I said that wrong. Um, okay, Angela, a planet. Uh, One dollar, Bob. Oh, sorry. You said Pluto? Uh, Uranus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is going to be funny. Um, You're runny Uranus. I'm, I'm going to use that same biblical figure again. Esther? Yeah. And I need a number from Aaron. 69. Interesting. <laughs> 3,069. Mm. And Shannon, a name. Hmm. Just a person's name. A. Aaron. <laughs> also awesome. biblical. Okay, oh, here we go. <laughs> Moses' brother. <clears throat> After 3,748 of the Esther's 3,749 sons escape Mount Sinai to wreak runny on Uranus, the Esther must send his 69th son the mild-mannered Aaron, to bring them back before it's too late. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? No. <laughs> <laughs> that wonderful coat? No. Um, Prince of Egypt? No. 
Um, Cleopatra. I don't know. No. Ten Commandments. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, yeah, that, no. Give us a clue. You're, Uranus? Here, I'll give you a clue. All four of the movies I'm going to do ha- have the same actor in them. It's got to be Tim Curry, right? Nope. Mm. Who's in Spinal Tap? Ooh, interesting. I have no idea. That's not even a good clue. Insubordinate and churlish. Uh, this is a comedy. Read it again, please. Okay. After 3,748 of Esther's 3,749 sons escape Mount Sinai to wreak runny on Uranus, the Esther must send his 69th son, the mild-mannered A.A. Ron, to bring them back before it's too late. Who goes somewhere to bring other people back? Clue number two, it is a comedy. Is it the Alien movie? Oh, clue number three, it was not well-received. Is this the <laughs> space movie with Tim Allen? No. Oh. Sorry. Battlefield Earth. Which one? Is that a comedy? <laughs> I, know it's not. I, don't I don't have my phone uh, okay, so Google. You need more help. Just tell us. Starring Adam Sandler. There's a movie. Nikki. Full title. Uh, Little Nikki. Little Nikki. Yes. I wouldn't have gotten it. Little Nikki. That was really difficult. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten it. Esther yeah, was How'd Satan. Aaron's <laughs> hey, like, I would never have figured it out. You yelled out Nikki. All right, last one, guys. Well, yeah, no, the name Little Nikki. I, I, if I was stuck here for a while, I would have oh, not figured okay. out. Little Who gave us A. A. Ron? Shannon did, so now it's Matt. Yep. Matt, give me a gender. Uh, Apache helicopter. <laughs> I did not expect any of what? this. You've broken the rules in such a good way. Oh, he's gonna be okay. I've never felt this way. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna I think be okay. We just opened up the, I think we just opened the doors to a whole new type of this mad gaps. I, I also don't know why I wrote this here, so this isn't gonna make sense. Angela, <laughs> well, that was the purpose of the game. Um, where are we at, Angela? Give me a place. A, a place. Uh, the Death Star. Nice. <laughs> hey, Aaron, give me a holiday. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's that dumb I, holiday they celebrate a... in the Star Wars special, like Wookiee Freedom Day? Oh, yeah. Um, that um, is exactly what it is. Or Wookiee call... Life Day? Or... Life Day? Life Day. I think that's what it is. That's what I'm going with. Yep, like that. Wookie life day. Okay, Shannon, Can't. adjective. Why do I get the boring one? Um, hmm. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. That's what you want to say? Yep. Grr. <laughs> grr, grr. How do you say grr? <laughs> if we... Okay. Man, give me another adjective. Movie, you deserve a uh, Beep, boop, beep, boop. Purple. Okay. Angela, give me some sort of innocuous object. Uh, lamp. I love lamp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Straight face. <laughs> okay. A Apache helicopter must struggle to travel to the Death Star for Wookiee Life Day with a purple of a lamp I love lamp salesman as his only companion. 
Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> really? Is that it? That's what it is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm doing it today. She's Googling this as I'm saying it. Angela, them. you win I this swear, week's game. I Wait, swear I am not. If I were Googling it, I, I would I still haven't you. figured out who the actor is. This kid might be a genius. It is Michael McKeon. Oh, Ooh. Michael McKeon. So for whatever reason, I looked at Michael McKeon, and we've done a lot of the movies that he's been in on this podcast, including we have Plane, Trains and Airheads. Hills, Airheads. I mean, he's just been in a lot of things. Oh, okay. Yeah, he lived in... He he was in everything in the 80s and 90s. Still in a lot of stuff. Look at his IMDb, man. Yeah. This guy works. Crushes. I know. Oh, my goodness. So, guys, that is our podcast for this week. Hopefully, you enjoyed our Endgame discussion, and hopefully, Endgame beats Avatar because I can't think of a less worthwhile movie to be at the top of the box office list so than go Avatar. See it again. What? Whoa, dude! I don't want to get into this. You don't like Avatar? We already got into this a while back. I yeah, hate it with every fiber of my being. We're not going to repeat that conversation. Yeah, I don't want to. Nope. I think he proved me probably. I think wrong, all like people usual. have an A as a first name. <laughs> like be. usual, I just don't like it, and it's a thing with me. Um, let's just let's just move on. I think it's the movie is okay, but to be at the top of the box box office, yeah, it doesn't belong. Don't they inflate it though? Is it yeah. no. with inflation or is it that's that's with, with that inflation. number two point seven billion with inflation? That's okay. with inflation. Is it? Yeah, Box Office Mojo does everything with inflation. Mm, that mm. doesn't make sense. Anyway. Because uh, yeah, Sound of Music would be in the billions. It is. It's not on the list I see. Adjusted for inflation. Gone with the wind. Oh. But that's not okay. worldwide. This is domestic. It only does domestic. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, move on from Avatar. Let's move on. Avatar is not even in the top ten, right? So, yeah. Um. Anyways, we were talking about ending this podcast right now. Uh. Yeah. Avengers is doing pretty well, guys. Uh. What are they at now? Number two. Two point one eight eight six nine eight three six three eight. Beat the Titanic. They sunk that motherfucker. Yeah. Ooh. I think an iceberg did that, Matt. That's true. Uh, well, you this just watched the movie. That's all. Has five jewels. This kid might be a genius. Not just one. I don't know what happens in Titanic. <laughs> the just boat spoiled the movie. Hello. You know what drop I don't have on here anymore? What? You're totally ruining my brain thoughts. Ha ha. But you know what, no. what one I do have? What? Hey, this jacket uh, is awesome. Ooh, and it's tighter yeah. than dick skin. So, can't live without it. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um,. Tell us what you thought of Avengers Endgame. Hit us up, moviedummies at gmail.com, or just hit us up on Facebook or Twitter mm-hmm. or something. We're, we're, on movie, we're on there as well at Movie Dummies. Um, get some discussions going with the listener. Okay. Hi, Aaron. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Aaron. There's another Aaron. Oh. I still took it as a high, and I'm going to steal that compliment. Right. Thank you. You're A.A. Ron. Get it right. Insubordinate. You right. don't miss the baby. And churlish. That's right. That was perfect. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week where we discuss some more stuff. Probably less Did endgame. You thought it was Turkish? Churlish. Churlish. No. I'm trying to stop the podcast. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Turkish. Yeah, I'm Turkish. You think my name is Turk Turkleton? So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
guys, <laughs> it was a great show. Let's let's yes. just get back here next week and discuss hey, probably done. some more Game of Thrones, and we'll see if Angela can find some time to watch Sabrina and get scared. That should be fun. Okay. So. Very too. Thanks, everybody. Um, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Esther. I'm Rue. I'm Mount Sinai. I'm Apache Helicopter. <laughs> we are the movie dummies. Also, bye. 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 Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. Oh, yeah. Right in the childhood feels. Thanks for listening, me back. Check out other episodes at moviedummies.com. Contact the show hosts at moviedummies at gmail.com. Catch you on the flippy flop.